0: It's I on Real Estate on AM 970. The Answer.
1: AM 970 The Answer presents I on Real Estate. This is your premier source for real estate information from the hot properties in the tri state to the latest real estate market trends. From mortgage news to answers to all your real estate questions, you'll be in the know with help from the experts.
2: Getting closer to my
1: heart. Call now, 866-970-9622. That's 866-970-9622. Now, here's your host for Eye on Real Estate, Douglas Elements, CEO, Dottie Herman. Hi, we're
3: back. I'm here with Ace Sue who is the Executive Vice President of Citizens Bank, and Jerry Feeney, who is a, the best, or one of the best real estate attorneys that I know. Uh, and of course, I'm Dottie Herman. And as promised, uh, we promised you that we would have Unisense, Michael uh, Michele, is it Michelle Michele. Michele. I said it right before. Good morning uh and we're so i had read about what you were doing and so i had asked ace g tell me about this and we're so thrilled that you could be on the show now uh because you're really changing the real estate world and you're with unison
4: yes i am i'm the director of corporate communications thanks for having me on this morning
3: oh no it's our pleasure thank you so ace Ace yes. told me that he would try to get we would get a hold of you, and we did, so um, I think Ace has a lot of questions, but I want to ask first, so we can tell our, our listeners we 've been promising that you 'd be on uh, so how does this work because this is news to me it's, and, and and mostly we, what we find is that people really a lot of times have the income you know to afford the monthly payments, but don 't have the down payment
4: mm-hmm. and that 's exactly what we addressed Dottie, is that challenge in the marketplace right now is that for a majority of people trying to enter the marketplace, those first-time home buyers, those millennials as well, that they're entering the marketplace knowing that they can afford the monthly payment because, frankly, they're probably paying that in rent already anyway. But coming up with a 10 or even a 20% down payment is a, is a significant challenge and hurdle for them to overcome. And what we do is we provide an equity partner, an investment partner right alongside that home buyer. So if they have five percent to put down or ten percent to put down, we could essentially double or quadruple their down payment overnight. But what's the really sort of the magic sauce here is that because it's an equity investment right alongside the home buyer is that they do not have to pay us any money at a monthly level, a yearly level. There's no interest associated with our money because we are sharing in the outcome of the home sell down, down the road. So let's I'll just give you an example of how this works. So say uh, a home buyer has ten percent to put down in in New York somewhere, and they're they're trying to find a house and they realize at some point, wow, there's not a lot that I can actually afford in the marketplace, and there's just not a lot of homes for me to be able to afford at this price point. I need to increase my purchasing power. So how can I do that? Well, I need to put more down so the so the lender will let me borrow a little bit more. So what we can do is and essentially double that down payment. They have 10. We have 10. Now they have a full 20% down payment means they don't have to pay mortgage insurance. Uh, they are going to get a prime rate in most cases. So they can now afford a little bit more home responsibly or reduce their monthly payment anywhere between 20 and 25%. Because there's no monthly payments associated with our financing, they can now earmark that money for more important things in life, child care, retirement, uh, 401ks, et cetera. So there's just a lot of applications for what we're bringing to the marketplace. Uh, and, and now that we're available in New York and a variety of uh, states up and down the eastern seaboard, it's, it's it's time for people to realize that there are alternatives for them besides the debt-only track, because you can now m- have this mixture of debt and equity plus your down payment and get into the house that you want today and not have to wait till next year. So when do you get that, paid
5: back?
3: That way that, that sounds too good to be true. And, Terry, that's a great question. But just so all of our listeners know, so you're saying that you can get money towards your down payment plus take a mortgage out with a bank?
4: Correct. So you still have to qualify for the traditional mortgage. We, We, at times, actually help that process because... You're borrowing less. It's an 80% loan-to-value mortgage because we require that you're going to put down 20%, right? We want you to reap all the benefits of putting 20% down. So how we get paid. Because there's no interest or monthly charges is number one question I always get, but we are sharing in the outcome of the sale of that house. So there's a couple ways to exit the agreement with Unison. So if you sell that home up to thirty years in the future, we're going to share in the change in value of the home. Not the sales price, the change in value. So if you bought a home for six explain that. If you bought a home for five hundred thousand dollars today and you sell it Seven years from now, and it sells for six hundred thousand dollars. What Unison and the home buyer shares in is that one hundred thousand dollars change in value. The homeowner would keep sixty five percent. We would get thirty five percent in that change in value. But there is also a couple of other iterations of this. If the home
3: well, you wasn't just broke to change... up for a second, can you just repeat that? There was like kind of a buzz, and I don't know if everybody heard. So just repeat that one more time.
4: So if if you, in that $100,000 change in value, the homeowner is going to retain 65% of the change in value, we get 35%. So that's one scenario. There's another scenario where the home doesn't change in value, at which point both the home buyer and Unison would simply get our original investment back. That's it. Your down payment, our equity investment. And then there's a third situation. What happens if that home was to go down in value, say down to $400,000? We would share in 35% of the loss as well because it is a true equity investment and is a partnership with the home buyer and the homeowner.
5: So if it goes down in value, the homeowner is going to come out of pocket for 65% of, of, the,
4: of, the, of the loss. Of the, okay. of the loss, and we would be 35%. So it's, it's the same at the top as it's the same you know, at the bottom as well in a, in a, in a positive or negative situation. Mm-hmm.
3: So, let me ask you a question because I think that that 's great, and of course, you know listen, anything can happen mm-hmm. um, but again, if you have a, a keep i guess you would be keeping your jobs and stuff like that, you could probably hold on to the house and and do well. but let me ask you what happens if somebody because I would imagine you 'd have to sell it rather in a short term to lose a lot of money but what happens if someone couldn't pay that back?
5: In,
4: oh, because it's
3: part of the down payment. You're, in other words, yeah, like in I other words, you're putting well,
5: a mortgage on here. Are you putting a second lien on the house or something. Yeah, to make sure you get paid. So yes, we are in second position behind
4: the mortgage. So we work very closely with our um, – because essentially we, when we win, the, the home buyer is winning. So we work in combination with them. So we know if they are uh, undergoing some you know, financial issue, a medical issue. This ca- happens quite a bit where there's a situation where, say, uh, a medical situation comes up, and now you're stuck with a $200,000 medical bill, and you just – you have to get – pick and choose what you're going to pay. We often will come in and step in on behalf of the of the homeowner to help them out in that situation because we both have a vested outcome, right? Wow. We have equity right. in the property. We want an orderly sale of the property, not a foreclosure. So, it's a true partnership because we want and we want to win together with the home buyer and the homeowner. We often will step in if there is that situation, it happens infrequently because once again, if you think all the way back to what is going on with that particular homeowner, they're borrowing less. they're giving themselves that financial flexibility that's required so they can take care of other elements of their life, you know life right. unexpected curveballs, right and when you when you put us up against any of those other the low down payment programs or In those situations, you just look at the monthly payment savings alone and you just take a step back. What are you going to do with that money as a homeowner? If you're doing what you should be doing, saving it, reinvesting in yourself and your family, most cases you're going to come out on top.
3: Yeah. No, and and like anything else, I mean, truthfully, if you lend – I mean, I knew people that made a living on lending people money uh, and – a few, you have a vested interest for everybody to win, so you're in it mm-hmm. for the homeowner to... You're on the same game. Like, both of you yeah. win the same way. And Correct. I could look, if I lend somebody money, and I guess and I thought, gee, they have a little problem because they all of a sudden got sick. It's not that they were negligent, and they just... Yeah, like, I would work with them, too. So that's really... That's really a good thing. And you're gambling just like a homeowner is that somebody is going to... Uh, get appreciation because that's what you want over time Mm -hmm. and you're saying that the term can be anywhere in other words i can decide to stay in the house 30 up to 30 years
4: so there's a couple ways to exit the agreement you can actually buy us out after three years so say you have a job change you get a bonus something along those lines and you say you know what, i'm fully capable now of owning all the entire house you can buy out our agreement After three years, you can sell at any time, but the terms extend all the way out 30 years. What we really wanted to do when when the program was created was give the homeowner complete flexibility to take out that 30 year mortgage and really control their housing costs long term. Because of what we just talked about, all of, you know, the crisis that happened a decade ago, but life's unexpected changes. You know, can you handle your child care rising costs, health care costs, all the other things that go along with owning a home that sort of are on the periphery, but really do matter to make sure that you can pay that mortgage. So we tried to give as much financial flexibility to the, the homeowner as possible. That's why we're able to offer 30 years.
5: And the buyout I think after- that's terrific. The buyout within three years is how much, uh, what's your percentage increase? How so do,
3: it,
4: it's the same. The, the, the percentage remains the mm-hmm. same. It doesn't matter if it's year three or year 30. It's the same all the way through the lifetime of the agreement.
5: So the three years, you don't have to sell it. You just do another appraisal at three years. If it's gone up 10000 then the buyout would just be your money in plus uh, 35%. Is that right? That is correct. Okay.
4: In, in, a, in a situation where we put down 10%.
5: Right, right. Hmm. Do all banks allow this? Sorry, Don, I didn't mean to talk over you. Do all banks allow this? Or how do the banks feel about this? Because they've always been, you know, I've always been leery of, you know, secondary financing and second position finance. A lot of times they don't like that. Are they okay with this? Because there's no debt service on a loan? On the loan,
4: I guess. Hmm. It's not a loan. And and the way they look at it is it is is part of their risk and their compliance, right? So we work in in your area. We work with Valley National Bank. They actually have a a new spin on the program where they allow 5% down because they're holding it in portfolio. Well, you're you're going to
3: have to work with citizens.
4: Yes. Well, uh, I I know uh, Ace was on a panel with my chief revenue officer, Bill Walker, uh, maybe about two months ago, and I, I know they had some conversations. So I know we're excited to possibly move forward with citizens as well. Uh, but, you know, we work with, with a number of lenders, uh, Guild, Guaranteed Rate, and others, uh, and this is available through all price points. And I think that's really something important for for your listeners this morning is that this is available to everybody. So these styles of programs have existed for a number of years at the municipal level or at universities where they will offer a sort of a shared equity program for doctors or teachers. So this has been available in the marketplace, but it's always been very, very small. This is done at scale and available to every American that can qualify for a mortgage. And now, you know, if you're a first responder, you may have been able to do this. Or if you're a teacher, you're an able to do something like this. But now, mm-hmm. if you're just the regular Joe on the street, you can actually utilize this type of financing and work with a number mm-hmm. of lenders in a, a number of different variations on the program, depending on the lender, to get you into that house.
5: Hey, Ace, as a banker, uh, what would be the banker's concern about something? I'm just trying to see their viewpoint here on why they might be concerned. I know they don't like Second lien holders, because then they got to you know serve them in a foreclosure and all that stuff. But other than that, what would be the biggest concern here? I mean, it seems to me that there's no downside to the to the primary lender.
2: Yeah, you're right, Jerry. I mean, look, you know, when I first heard uh, Bill on the panel, you know, my my wheels started turning right, and and I'm just like, this is too good to be true, you know, whatnot. And then after after the panel. You know, I just reached out to him and, and said, Bill, oh, look, you know, we need to work together. All of this is true, right? And to your point, Jerry, you know, we're always pessimistic at first, right? And that's why I'm so excited for the listeners to hear about this because, you know, for a long time coming, we've been waiting for a company to to truly understand what it means to partner up with the with the buyer, right? And, you know, after vetting through all of the things, um, they have to actually work in hand with the banks, so when, when, he, when Mike is actually talking about, you know, truly qualifying the borrower, um, the borrower still has to qualify on the, on the bank's credit side, right? So debt-to-income, credit score still has to be at a very pristine level, and what they're basically doing is they're helping on the down payment, which will now help the borrower borrow less which in essence makes the payment less than what they were going to have going into the 10% And
3: and, and ACE also, if it's less than 20%, they're going to pay PMI insurance. They're going
2: to pay PMI. Extra, so they wouldn't have to pay
3: that extra fee.
2: Exactly. And then for someone to come in with the other 10% match and only take on 35% of that um, appreciation on on the equity is amazing, right? So I wish I had someone like that when I was buying my first home. You know, Me so too. I think for, for for buyers out there, I mean, this yeah. is the program guys, right? This is this is really truly a a partnership program where there are no hidden fees uh, and and you know, to my knowledge right now so far, um, it seems really, really credible. And, you know, it's it's amazing, Michael, what yes. you guys are doing. You know, yes. you're Michael, really changing the game and yeah, it's, it's amazing.
3: Tell us how you did. I love this and it swear almost too good to be true. Somebody have a home. Them. Is, does it have to be like their first house, or can they own more than one house? Or does no, it have so to that, be a that's, primary residence.
4: No, that's that's the beauty of the program. So this this isn't meant for flippers. This isn't meant for you know real estate investors. This is for folks that are trying to buy a first home, a second home, their primary residence. And, and that's you know there's a lot of tools out there for investors to be able to do these kind of things. But there's not enough tools, frankly, for the typical American buyer, to get out there and get into the home that they want. And this is predominantly for them. And that's why it's been structured that way. And I can't reiterate that enough, is that this is to help, you know, those folks that don't think that they can buy. Well, now you can, because no longer are you, you're constrained by this sort of down payment challenge hurdle that you have to overcome. We can go in and overnight and really fix that problem for you, as long as as Ace was talking about, as long as you still can qualify for the traditional mortgage portion of it, you're, it, it's game on for you.
5: Now, are you are you a bank or what's your status?
4: No, we are not a lender. We don't loan people money. We're an investor. Mm-hmm. We invest alongside okay. the home buyer, and we have a shared outcome. So we, that's how, why how, there is there's yep. no fees, there's no interest right. charges, there's no monthly payments because that's that's the definition of debt. We're
5: All not right. debt. We're the opposite. how deeper. How deep are your pockets here? I mean, do you have uh, plenty of money to lend or (laughs) how much? Not lend, I'm sorry, invest. (laughs) Let me call it investing.
4: Sorry. (laughs) No, yes. We we have plenty of money, and our our money comes from institutional investors that are looking Mm -hmm. to gain efficient access to residential real estate. Hmm. And previously, the only way for institutional investors to to gain access was to go out and become a landlord, buy tens of thousands of homes. And that's not really efficient. They don't want to be in the, in the landlord business. But I at, the time, yeah. at the same time, at the same time, they want access to this asset class, which they haven't been able to get access mm-hmm. to, because their main liabilities in the pension fund arena is their pensionees having to pay housing 20, 30, 40 and 50 years from now. So: so our hedging, our mandate, really. yeah. yeah, So our mandate, really is to slightly outpace inflation which is a beautiful mandate to have, right? So that's why we I, can offer these programs at the particular price point. Right.
3: I think it's genius. I really do, and I think it, it is – a. I mean, I. it's like somebody lending money. I mean, I go back to when the interest rates were like 12 percent, 13 percent, and there were some investors – that would like lend individuals that really was stuck some money but this is like me putting the helping with the down payment to someone i know and then saying look but i want to make sure i get my money back yeah. so i'm going to be on the gee, i think yeah. it's wonderful and for investors i, like it. I think yeah. it's a solid i mean i always thought real estate just stay on the line michael it was just two seconds and i really want to see how to reach you and how we get a hold of you uh We'll be right My back. The dogs love the idea. Michael They're barking. The oh, yeah. <laughs> they it was love very it. very exciting and very innovative. I think it's yeah. great. 866-970-9622. We'll be right back with Michael with Liddy, uh from Unison.
1: It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. Is Douglas Elements CEO Dottie Herman?
3: We're back, and oh my god, this is so interesting. We're with Michael Micheletti, Michaeli Letty, and he is the director of corporate communications at Unison, and Unison has been pioneering a new way to fund home purchases. For the first time, homeowners have access to funding that is not tied to monthly payments or interest charges. Um, I think this is so exciting. And I was talking to a tech guy who, uh, we had a break, and he asked, you know, Johnny? like, I only had 5%. I wish I would have had that three or four years ago when you bought a house. So, uh, so, so let me ask you, so the, the – the, what? So you put an equal amount as the as the buyer. So in other words, if the buyer put ten thousand, you'd put ten thousand. Is it always kind of equal?
4: Uh, it it, w- it was usually equal, and that's when we launched the program four five years ago. Now, it it was ten percent ten percent. But because we've brought on additional lenders that have greater flexibility. Uh, For example, like a Valley National Bank in in your neck of the woods there, Dottie, they offer this at 5% for the home buyer, and then we can put in 15%. We still have to get to that 20% number. That's very important to us. But there's a lot of different flavors to this program, So, whether in in the conforming space, in the jumbo space. It really is up to the lender themselves because we have flexibility as long as they get to the 20% number. That's really what we care about. But it can be up to the lender and what kind of programs they want to offer with this, in combination with their mortgage for, uh, mortgage products.
3: Now, how do people like? How do people find you or reach you? Because truthfully, I had read about it, and then I asked Ace, and he was on a panel with you. I mean, this is kind of so. You know, worth looking into. And again, nothing is for everyone, but this really is a legitimate first time buyer who, again, as you said, Michael, they have to qualify for the bank mortgage. So if they're not, if they don't pay bills, if they have bad credit, they're not going to qualify for that to begin with. So it's for people that really are conscientious and just need extra down payment, and that saves them costs in their monthly payments and also from PMI insurance. So how do people reach you, or how do they get a hold of you?
4: So so very easy. Uh, I would suggest that uh, your listeners go to unison.com. That's U-N-I-S-O-N.com. And- and go around the website there's a lot of good information there our our faq section section can really handle a lot of the major questions that a, a prospective home buyer is probably going to ask and then it, you know if you will if you want to move forward there's an online application that you can get going with and then we can put you in contact with one of our lending partners or you can talk to a program specialist if you're uh, if you want to talk to somebody over the phone so there's a lot of ways to engage with us but uh, I would definitely say, hey, you know, go online and make sure that you uh, take a look at what we can offer you and see if it's going to be a good fit
3: for you. Yes, yeah, so you you can also speak to Ace, and he will get you in touch. But if, you, if you're if you not, we'll, we'll post it on our site in case you're driving at the moment. Uh, hmm. but that's unison.com. And I, I am, I'm going to go on, and I really want to learn more about this because I think it could be very, very valuable to so many people who really – because a down payment, it's a lot of money to save up today. It really is. Yep. And if you can, uh, I mean, if you can do something like that, it's like somebody, a friend lending you money. I, I just, yep. I I don't see any downside of it. The only well, thing that I, I, I really don't, I mean, somebody asked me, well, what if the we- the, the, market goes down? And I, I want to talk about even in the recession, most mm-hmm. people... If the market goes down and you're living in your home, it doesn't really matter to you. You're not selling it.
6: Right. And
4: we we actually were around during the recession. Our company was. But at that time, we didn't have a home buyer program. We had uh, a product, we still do, that allows people to unlock equity in their home. The, The pricing is very similar. But it's a HELOC alternative. We didn't have a single homeowner default during the crisis. Why? Because we're providing that flexibility, that cash that those folks needed during a time of crisis, which hopefully we never see again. But we know what risk is, and Ace can probably talk about this in in their line of things on the lender side. But we know what the risk is with a ninety-seven percent LTV at ninety-five, and, and, and then for all the those way down listeners. To 80, right?
3: What Mike is talking about is that people borrowed ninety. 90- five percent or more of, of the of the money so that's a lot of, of risk they didn't have and they much didn't really the have games, the means like to pump they didn't yeah. they had some no income checks and things of that nature right um, ace what do you what do you have to say about this
2: I think um, you know it's definitely a game changer Dottie. that's why I've been working with Bill um, to get him in touch with our citizens bank folks because to Michael's point, you know, it's a very much, it's a very different loan than someone putting 5% down because someone that's putting 5% down, their monthly payment is a lot higher. They're paying PMI, but with unison coming in, and let's say you have 5%, but they're putting the other 15%. Again, the client still needs to qualify with the bank, right? So with the mortgage payment being lower, with their debt income being lower, it's, it's, it's beneficial to the bank. It's beneficial to the buyer, and we're just, you know, lucky enough to really, I mean, I'll say it on the air, to have a company that's this forward-thinking to really share in that partnership and that equity play. And also, on the downside, that was my question to Bill, which was, if the property goes down in value, you know, what do you guys do? And for them to share in that, I'm sure they do their underwriting when it it comes to locations and things of that nature in terms of their assessment, which – I think you but know I, 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 I think
3: I, yeah I, when you say the property goes down in value, that's correct but I think most people got mixed up in the recession. The people that got hurt were either people that bought at the height of the market and had to sell in a year. okay correct. but people that had their homes and weren't planning to sell them fine they wrote out the market and they paid the same mortgage payments unless they had an adjustable mortgage. So you're only going to get hurt. On the downside, if you happen to be selling or have to sell when the market's turned around, correct?
2: And, and Dottie, the key, the key the key, here is this program is not for investors. So for Good. folks that are buying their primary home or second home that want to be in the home, that will do whatever it takes to stay in the home, right? So that's why it's a, it's a safe bet as well.
3: Michael, I think it's really groundbreaking. I'm excited about it. We're going to call you and get more information. I hope you'll come back on the show. And thanks, Ace, for telling us about it. Uh, And, again, you can go to unison.com and find out more about the company or call Ace at Citizens uh, or email us at Radio Show, and we'll pass them at element.com, and we'll pass them on to... um, whoever Michael tells us to pass them on to at unison. Michael, anything that you want to say? Uh, just one quick question. Someone just emailed me. It says, can I leave the house to my ch- What if I want to stay in the house after 30 years and leave it to my kids?
4: So at, at the end of 30 years, there is somebody has to get paid, right? So either right. you've paid off your mortgage or something along those lines. So in that case, we we would uh, require a payment. But you know we haven't quite reached the thirty-year mark yet, so yeah, that's I think a long, from, quite off. It's a lot. I think as we get closer, as as we've originated a, num- a thousands of these now, that we will probably have some sort of clause or something down the road to make that a little bit more agreeable than to say, "Hey, you need to sell it or you need to completely cash out," if somebody right. wants to pass it down to their children. So we, we, we're looking at all these sort of exit strategies yeah. for 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 the homeowner and making sure that we're a complete partner with them down the road.
3: Yeah, most people don't live at homes thirty years anyway. Uh, just so if you know what the no, stats. it's, uh, it's uh, infrequent. That, uh, it's very infrequent. So, my, Michael, we really—I mean, really—I have to tell you, I—you don't see me excited. I've been in business a long time, so I know the business. But this is very exciting, and it really helps those who are conscientious people who want to buy a home and have the income to afford it and have good credit. Um, and and I really think it's uh its groundbreaking. Yeah.
5: Me too. I'm, you know, I'm a natural skeptic on things like this, and I always try to find the angle and what, you know, the consumer, where the consumer loses. I don't see it here. I think this is a good idea. I think that it seems like uh, everything is on the up and up, and you guys are telling people exactly you know, what's the upside, and then when you get paid, and people have to understand you've got to get paid back. You know, you're a co-investor with them. I think it's a great idea, and I, and I hope that uh, we can do it. I hope citizens can do it because I'd love to do it with some of my clients who are using citizens for their, for their first loans.
4: Well we certainly want to work with
6: uh My, me as also. Well, so, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So we're
3: you know, we're a big company and I, I we'll be in touch. And Ace, thank you so much for yeah. telling us about Michael and having, you know, speaking on the panel. Ace always uh I always meet people from Ace that I have to tell you, because I think Ace is a superstar, uh, and I'll take credit for one of the people that hired him. But I said to him, he's always I've always, anytime I've gone to something Ace has been involved with, he's always had companies or people speaking that think out of the box that really mm-hmm. uh, are great and that I learn a lot from. And Michael, I hope you'll come on again and we'll be in touch. Jerry, myself, right. Ace, yeah. because we love to do business with you.
4: Happy to come on anytime. Okay.
3: Thank you, and it's 9622 six two two eight six six nine seven zero nine six two two. I'm going to take a quick question because she's been well on the line for long. And then, Ace, I want to discuss it a little bit with you. What's going on with yeah. interest rates? But I want to discuss this program. Um, let me take Kathy. Kathy, you're from Long Island. I know you've been hanging a long time, but this was a very exciting program, and I, I really had to. I have to make sure our, 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 our listeners hear about it because I think yeah. it's, yeah, it's really groundbreaking. I don't think most people even know about it. No. Um, so where from Long Island are you? You want to? Uh, I'm actually, in I'm in
6: Hicksville, and thank you for taking my call. Um, I'm actually calling on behalf of my parents who own okay. a home in Douglaston. So it's in the New York City limits.
3: Um, uh, yeah, Douglaston it, is a great Queens. area on, this, right. on the northern side of Queens, right before Great Neck and yeah. yeah it's Wait, been, Kathy, fantastic. you are going to have to hold on five seconds more because sure. they're making us take a break. And then we're going to answer Kathy from Long Island's question for her parents.
1: It's I on real estate. Got a question? Call 866-970-9622. Here's Douglas Elements CEO, Dottie
6: Herman.
3: We're back, and I'm on the line with Kathy from Long Island. She has a a question uh, concerning her parents' home. So, Kathy, shoot.
6: Okay, so the house was last inspected in the late 1970s. And they have um, this is a question about their electrical. um, Outlets, okay. so they have two prong outlets in all the living areas—living room, bedroom, dining room—and as they're considering preparing for selling, they want to know what electrical work needs to be done. Do they have? To, do we have to upgrade like, to the three prong outlets before they go to sell, or is that something that the buyer takes care of? I was hoping Kathy, you to give us some insight,
3: I can give you just what, I, what advice I would tell uh, your parents. Uh, normally anyone that has a home a single family home this doesn't really apply to somebody who lives in an apartment or who owns an apartment in the city um if if it's a single family home more than likely the buyers are going to have an engineer's report at least i would recommend that they always do and uh the question i ask uh that they that they ask the engineers for the age of for the age of the home does it come up to you know how does it come up to par so if the electrical is not up to par and it's not today's standards i would suggest they fix it uh, they upgrade it before they sell it however um they don't have to i mean they can sell it like that and somebody could either try to take money off it or just buy it that way they they're not forced to but i okay. think it would be a good idea if they did okay. if, it's, way, just if it's not up today today's standards right jerry <laughs> what right. would you suggest
5: yeah i mean just because it's a a three-prong outlet doesn't mean, by the way, it's grounded. Uh, some people switch them out and they don't ground them, and that's a little bit misleading. So don't do that. Okay. Um okay. Generally, okay. the only time we see an issue is around water in the kitchens and the bathrooms, and there it might be cited as a safety issue because uh, you want a ground fault circuit interrupter or (GFCI) in the bathrooms and the kitchens in case an appliance or something falls in the water so no one is electrocuted, and, and it'll automatically. Uh, trip the circuit in that case, but you know it's not uncommon to have two prong outlets in the house. I don't think it's necessary to upgrade them uh, unless for some other reason they're unsafe. But you know, have an electrician take a look at it and tell you if it's if uh, any any work needs to be done.
6: Okay, so should they be- get yeah. the guidance of an electrician because we were pondering having you know their own home inspection before putting something on the market. Um, you know, Does it matter
5: if we went? Some, yeah, some people do that, and I don't think it's a bad idea to have you know a good home inspector take a look and tell me what you would see if you were inspecting it for a buyer and tell us what to do. But you know, there's always one thing I've learned about a house: there's always stuff you can do. <laughs> you never run out of things you can do with a house. Yeah. So and, and, and you're not always going to get your money out of it when you sell, right, dottie? You know, I mean.
3: No, but I always tell people you're buying a resale, okay? So right. even if you bought a brand new home, you'd find something. So what you're really looking at an engineer's report and I tell buyers you should have one is, you know, is look, if the house is how old is the house? About 50, 60 years old, maybe? I believe it was built in the 1960s. Okay. So for the age of the house, oh, actually, look I apologize. at the roof.
6: It was, it was built in the yeah. 1930s, my apologies.
3: Okay, so it, it's so they're going to look at things that cost a lot of money, not you know, not g. So if the roof is bad, if the if the roof is bad, if the um, the electrical system, as I said, Jerry said, like if you don't have to necessarily upgrade it, but if it's a concern because there might be a safety issue with that, mm-hmm. it's worth having checked out. If you, yeah. uh, and then okay. you know, if it's not a safety issue, then. Uh, you could look at that, and then if there's leaks or things like that, that's what someone's going to look at. Major uh, things that are going to cost a lot of money, because then the, then the bar is either going to say, look, uh, after they ex- you, after you accept their offer, they're going to say, okay, I'm having an engineer's report, and you're going to the the broker is going to say, okay, we want you to have the engineer's report right away so we can go to contract, and then if there's a lot of stuff that they didn't see that doesn't meet the, that they see that's wrong with the home. They might mm-hmm. say, okay, look, the roof, we're going to take off some money and stuff like that. Uh, okay. So, you know, I think, you know, I think it's a good thing because you don't want to sell a house as is because those usually go for less. Okay. Okay. Right, great. So, thanks, luck. Kathy. You thanks. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Well, have a good have G- weekend. You
5: should have the GFCI in the kitchen, in the bathroom, whether you're selling it or not. It's much safer. You know, somebody drops something in the water. It could be dangerous. So.
3: I know. So I was just talking to Ruben, and we're just excited about this and Ace, what is your read on this? I mean, we find it so much it's like almost too good to be true
2: yeah yeah i I, I mean look, this is why you know I you know I love this show and I, and I love real estate, right? You're constantly meeting all of these new new companies coming out with such creative uh, ways to finance and um, this is what real estate is all about, you know true partnerships with, uh, you know, great institutions and, and really figuring out a way how to really help folks achieve that American dream in buying a home. So this is just one of the forefront things that we're going to see in, a, in our marketplace. And I think the, I'm excited to see, you know, what happens in the next five years. You know, so. well,
3: what this yeah. is doing is also letting yeah. investors who don't want to just necessarily be a, a landlord. OK, investors. Invest in what I think, and there's no guarantees in life, but my guess is if you, you know, unless there's some catastrophic thing that happens, 30 years from now, if I look at all the people that bought homes 30 years ago, yeah, I mean, it, think yeah.
5: back. It a, it's an amazing way for areas. an investor to yeah. to participate in the market without having to worry about, you know, being an owner. It's really landlord. an amazing right. way, yeah. And at the at the outset, the property is appraised at somebody else's expense. The buyer pays for the appraiser. They can see that the property is appraised at you know at, at value. And I'm I'll, I'm sure they have areas that they don't invest in. We didn't get into that, but I'm sure that there there are areas that they don't invest in. Yep. Is that you that's know, place well, If
3: you that's... could keep us posted on what's going on, okay? Would you keep I us will. posted? And while we're talking about finance. Uh, this was, like, very exciting. Uh, well, we're talking about finance, what's going on with the uh, finance world? I mean, interest
2: rates uh, and... Rate, rates are at 4.75. Um, not too sure if our list, listeners know, but the Fe, the Federal Reserve, they met about a week and a half ago, and they did increase short-term rates from 1.75 to 2%. What does that mean for us um, listeners out there? just means that, you know, the, the short-term rates, meaning the home equity line of credit, things of that nature, um, they are um slightly um increased. Um so the thirty year fixed rate today is currently at four point seven five. Um a seven one arm is currently at four point three seven five. So still below the five percent mark. Um they are talking about increasing it possibly possibly three times um within the upcoming year.
3: Is this our um, second or f- is this our second increase? Yeah. Or- yeah. So, so this it is could our go. Second-
2: but these so, are
5: short-term rates though so these I, are
2: short-term I'm, rates though you know I, you know when when you look at a 30-year fixed rate it's considered long-term rates so will it have an adverse effect on on the fixed rate um that you know you we still have to look at the whole global economy of scale so that's going right. to take part in terms of you know how it's going to affect the 30-year fixed rate the bond market 10 <laughs> yields. yield but you know for us buyers i mean this is a this is a very unique time, you know. I just want to emphasize this because on my desk, there's a lot of a lot of um, you know transactions to be made. It's very very busy right now during this time of the year, and yeah. I think sellers are are really real. I mean, they're coming to a realization that you know they need to have um, practical sale prices, right? So I think you're starting to come into a market where. Sellers are more realistic in terms of pricing. I think they've sort of seen the market and they're adjusting their pricing. And I think for buyers, you know, right now we're at an all-time low. You know, don't wait till next year if you think there's going to be a. a you know, I, I tell all of my my, my buyers and uh, folks that are coming for pre-approval, they're always like, "Hey, should I wait?" Uh, you know what? You know, I, I tell I tell everyone if if you're in the marketplace and you've been looking and whoever's been looking knows that it's very difficult because there's very little inventory. If you have a home that you love, rates right. are still at an all time low. I would say go out, make that offer, put your best foot forward. And for our sellers out there, put out a realistic, re- re- realistic price and your and your home will sell. That's the best suggestion that I can give to it. That's our great advice.
3: Yeah. Uh, but, but, and Ace, by the way, I am going to either email or text you uh Somebody who uh, I asked to do a refinance. I said you should refinance your mortgages a year and a half ago yeah. when the interest rates were less, but mm-hmm. they they didn't. And now they asked. Me. I said, well, you know, they went up, but there's so I said, but they're still low. So do it yep. uh, if you didn't do it already. Don't think it's too late. They're a little higher, yeah. but it's still traditionally a low interest rate.
2: Oh, it's it's very low, Dottie. I mean, we were. I mean, you talked about all, about it all the time. You know, we we saw seventeen percent rates in the 80s and 90s, right?
5: So You weren't even it's all relative. nice. Were you
2: born yeah. in the no, 80s? Thanks.
3: No, see nobody can even imagine that that, <laughs> that kind of time. Nobody could even imagine that
5: It was crazy. Time. It was crazy. Somebody would have a 13% and they were selling, and they would say, oh, I have a great rate. I have 13%. You can assume it. And people would be excited about that. So, Yeah, I thought I
3: had a great rate at 12 or something, 11. Right. And I had an adjustable mortgage.
5: Yeah, how lucky And I got lucky,
3: though. You know, I just got lucky when they had to adjust, you know, whenever they adjusted. I was always lu- I just got lucky they adjusted when the interest rates weren't so high. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, sometimes you can get lucky. But look, I always tell people, if you're going to get into the game, you got to start somewhere.
5: You got to get into it, yeah. Okay, you know, Dottie, you, you never
3: get into it. You never, you know, little risk, little reward. And, and there's not never, a whole lot of risk if you buy There's right. never
5: a perfect time. You know, people are like, should I wait? Should I wait? You know, Dottie, Dottie and I share the same audiovisual guy who has the patience oh. of a saint, right? I mean,
3: you don't uh, the most know.
5: patient man I've ever met in my life because, you know, sometimes Dottie and I can get a little frustrated. But um, I asked him when we were buying a TV recently for one of the rooms, I said, should I wait? Is there a new model coming out? He said, look. You can always wait there's always a new model coming out in six months exactly. there'll always be something better, but at some point you need a TV and it was a very common sense approach to it. I thought, you know what it's the same thing in real estate yes there's a perf- there's never a perfect time to sell or buy. You just have to look at the market and as you always say, different markets have different techniques, and you know some brokers are out there complaining about how slow it is, and others are so busy you know it really depends on how you attack it.
3: I have so much more to tell you. I don't know where the time went. So I guess that, means that was really quick. Mm. It went really quick. Wow. Um, enjoy this weekend, and Ace will follow up with this uh, continually. Like you know, let us keep us posted on this, and we'll find out because really, it's it's really. I think you heard it first here. Have a great weekend. Enjoy the rain, at least you know. Enjoy your health and enjoy the summer. I think we're in summer now, aren't we? Yes.
2: Yes, we are.
3: We are. Okay, so enjoy, and we'll be back next week, next Saturday, as always. Signing off from everyone at Iron Real Estate.